Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. From Sacramento, California. Woke up quick at about noon. Featuring Damian Barling. Yes, I absolutely still love Russell Westbrook. So what? And Kenny Carraway. Sometimes you're really just vibing out. This is D-Lo and KC. I'm the streets voice out west. Legendary self-made progress. Last time that I checked. On ESPN 1320. What's good, baby? Welcome in here. Where the hell is my voice at? What the hell is going on? I mean, you were talking crazy about excuse, the weather, and the weather excuse, is just, you know, excuse me, attack you. One second. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome in here to the uh, Thursday, January 5th edition of D-Lo and KC. I'm Damian Barling. Acknowledge me. He's Kenny Caraway. Yes, sir. Acknowledge me. We're so happy that you're here with us, man. We're sorry we're not hitting air horns and young <sighs> Zell's light the beam is. Uh, things didn't go our way yesterday, but we expect them uh, to go our way today. Olivia Christian's going to be with us coming up uh, in the next hour. May back. Oh, and Matt George. Hopefully. Oh, this batty Thursday. Uh, hopefully, Matt George, the final hour of the show. Matt George had a little bit of, of, of uh, food poisoning oh uh, that, he's, that he's trying to kick out of. So, How do you get food poisoning? Bad food. Like food that's like expired contaminated there's a million ways i've gotten it once it was a very very long time ago Damn. i i know exactly where i got it from remember the elephant bar oh yeah oh i got it from there i went there one time and one time only that's where i had no qualms about where i ate <laughs> i ate at the elephant bar and that was the, that was the last time i ain't eat there again but food poisoning man that is a elephant that's bar, an experience elephant bar i went there and uh i had I had some kind of platter or whatever, and one of it was coconut shrimp, and I never went back. Oh, I mean, it's, it's not oh. their fault, but I don't like coconut. Oh, yeah. I start eating. I said, what is this crap? And they're like, oh, it's coconut shrimp. Get this crap out of here. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Sacramento okay. News, Elephant Bar is about to be a Cane's. Oh my God! I'm so sorry. Is the Elephant Bar still in existence? No, no. It's been oh. it's been fenced. Well, at least the one that we're talking about. It's been fenced off for at least a couple of years, oh, and it's about I, to be a raisin cane. In my brain, it's been gone for a couple decades. <laughs> that joint, that joint. Uh, yeah, it took me out. Uh, you ever it, had it, alcohol it, poisoning? No. Don't you get that from drinking too much? Yeah, I think I. Oh, got I've it. never done that. I think I got it at uh, in Vegas one time. 
Well, let me not be so like definitive when I say that. There's some blurry KSFM days. Not, and I'm not like that's not. I'm not proud of it. Like I'm, it's not like something I'm gloating about. I'm just trying to be honest. Like, it happens. There's some blurry. There's some blurry parties, some blurry moments, and sidelines, and you got a little, you know. Here's Side a drink line. ticket. Sidelines crazy. Here, 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 here's another drink ticket, and whew, not not good. Not good, man. Not good at all. Uh, neither was the Kings' defense last night, and I think that was the the biggest frustrating thing. I know Mike Brown was certainly frustrated about the Sacramento Kings' defense last night, but Jesse and I were talking about this before the show, KC, and for a team that had lost four in a row, my concern was Atlanta's going to come in desperate and really locked in. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought Atlanta didn't play well. Uh, I don't feel like you don't Atlanta that, played well. You think well. Atlanta played well? I do not. Mm. I do not think Atlanta played well. Uh, I think they took advantage of some things that I will put on the Sacramento Kings first before I give credit to Atlanta. M- maybe maybe they played well late, but I had formed an opinion around the start of the fourth quarter. This was an even game the whole way through. Like this game never got out of control in, in either distance. It was never you know scrambling back from a double-digit deficit. The game was just kind of in this same area all night. And... I had formed an opinion, you know, at the start of the fourth quarter, Atlanta's not playing well. I the, the Kings the Kings can close this out. Like we don't need the exact performance that they had, you know, the other night. De'Aaron doesn't have to go for 22. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron can can put on closer mode and, and it can be a fraction of what he did the night before and they can get the job done tonight because Atlanta just is not playing well enough. Also, for those who, who, you know, I, I think your sense of you feel maybe Atlanta played well. I'll also, you know, state this clearly. I, I don't know how this happened or why this happened. I really don't like Atlanta. Oh, they're, I they're don't like their likable. players. I don't like their roster. I think the only thing, well, there's one thing about Atlanta I like, but it's not the Hawks, and I like Nick McMillan. Yeah. That, that's about the end of it. And I, I like I, Bogey. I'm really happy for Bogey. I'm just, I'm just happy for Bogey. He had some big shots last night. I don't I don't have like feelings one way or another about Bogey. I really do not like Trey Young. Mm. Like it's grown like more and more and more and more. I feel that way. About I DeJounte do not like that dude. I I, I it's and I less, hate it had to be him. It, it's less Dejounte for DeJounte's me. But a, but I get it. No, I get it. Jackass. I get it. I I just I found myself watching that like I don't like this team. Mm. Please beat them. Please beat them. I do not like them. Um, but I I don't think they played played well. I thought that if the Kings I th- I thought the Kings were going to have a better fourth quarter than they did. Again, it wasn't bad. They just couldn't, you know, they've been able to close in 3 of the last 4 games. They just couldn't close in this one. And it was when DeAaron dunked with 2 minutes left. Oh my gosh. In one of the craziest in-game dunks I think I've ever Ooh, seen. That was nasty. I, I was like, that's the that's the momentum changer. That's it. Like the, the 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 Kings aren't coming down. The crowd isn't coming down. This is over. Yeah, it it should have been. And then over. the lead changed time, hands like ten times after it, that. It it, it, sh- it should have been over. Um, after De'Aaron's Fox, that was followed up. Uh, I think I think Atlanta made a bucket or something like mm-hmm. that. But that was followed up with a herder three to go up by one. Um, De'Aaron with the and one with about one fifteen to go to put them up four. Should have been lights out. Yeah, it should have been lights out. There was about one, like I said, one fifteen or so to go, um, and they didn't. They didn't bring it home. That and one by Trey Young, uh, right after De'Aaron's free throw, because it was a timeout. Then De'Aaron shot the free throw. Then Trey Young come comes back and gets an and one. 
That was tough because in that situation, the one thing you don't want to give up is a three or a three-point play. Ticky-tack foul called. Yeah. Keegan had his hands on him. Yeah. Um, the, the reason why that's a little frustrating is because, you know, Darren Fox, gets he goes to the bucket the same way. And people well, no, their, it's, their frust- hands on him it's frustrating. Call. It's frustrating. It's frustrating because Domas gets the people's elbow dropped on him. Oh, that was a couple of And can't get a whistle. Yeah. yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I, but the, you breathe on Trey Young. The, the 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 reason why I, you know, kind of hesitated to say they didn't play well is because, I mean, I mean, for lack of a better, they were in control of that game the whole game. No, it, they were in control. I, no, you're right. They were winning. They were. You're absolutely they right. They were borderline ready to pull away. It got to nine a couple of times and looked like it was looking bleak. You're I, you're absolutely right. And I still don't think they played well. I don't think they played I, great. I think that but, was. And, and I don't know how many times we've said this this year about the Kings, if we said it at all. I felt like that game last night was more about the Kings than the Hawks. I can understand that. I don't. I don't think the the Hawks played great, but I think DeAndre Hunter hit some big shots. I think Bogey hit. Some hey, big they shots. took advantage. They I, absolutely. I think they, John they, Collins was out here putting on oh, a. Oh man, he was putting on an uh, audition. We knew. We knew it was going to happen. Yeah. It was. It's probably my fault. Blame me. I, I, blame I, I, D-Lo. It happens. Hey, but, but blame me because I said yesterday. I don't like. I don't like that. I don't. Every time someone talks about a trade and brings up John Collins, I just don't like it for Sacramento. Mm. I said, so when James was here yesterday, he's going to put, he's, he's going to do what Julius Randle does to Kings fans. Every time they say something silly about Julius Randle, he comes in and drops 39. It never sways a single Kings fan about Julius Randle. But I, 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 I sniffed that performance from John Collins out last night. Man, and he was like, listening to D'Lo and Casey. He yesterday. absolutely was on, a, on his way to the uh, as, as, arena. As, as they should be. Yeah. Not where the security guard was sleeping. By the way. That, was, <laughs> that, was, uh, that was Chase Center, by the way. Trey's kind of weak for that, too. He's kind of weak for that. Leave that man alone. I mean, wait a minute. That's, that man might have seven jobs, man. Okay, Leave that man but, alone. All right, man. Well, wake you him up then. can't be sleeping on the job. Well, wake him up then. What do you got to put him on social media for? Now, now I will say this. Trey, uh, he didn't say where that was at. The only reason I knew where it was is because there was a Trey-centered trash can mm. right there. So I knew it was Chase and not Golden One Center. Stay awake, sir. Oh, also, Golden One Center has top-notch personnel no, as well that would never happen at the not not a, not a knock on that brother but no, you know that wouldn't happen that wouldn't happen to gold ones no, you'd be you'd be greeted it's an a1 facility indeed not a hotel leave that lobby. man alone leave, put that man on social media hey yeah. brother wait wake up it was on his stories by the way it wasn't well, like he put it on his page to live forever oh yeah it's because it's not gonna live forever it didn't find its way to twitter it didn't find its way uh, to to like push notifications, <laughs> getting get, you know Bleacher Report and all those places. It, it wasn't it wasn't necessary. Thank it you. Wasn't that's necessary. that's that's the whole point. But um, yeah, I, th- I thought the Kings uh, they let them off the hook more so at the at the end of that game. That that was Kings basketball twenty twenty two twenty twenty three late game at home. You walked them down. You took the lead. You did everything that you have done numerous times this year and you didn't close the deal didn't close the deal you know and it's it's things that you can't even I'm not gonna get on DeMontis Sabonis but you made 25 straight free throws and you missed the two biggest ones of the game and that's that's part of basketball that happens I mean a second one I mean he didn't make 25 straight free throws the Kings did right but I mean the second one I mean what are you gonna do yeah that ball rattled (laughs) around like four times and popped out it's not it's tough DeMontis Sabonis ever since Orlando 
the the Orlando game, well, they haven't been here yet, so you guys know which one I'm talking about. He's been phenomenal at the line. Mm-hmm. It feels like, I know the numbers don't point it out, but it feels like he's shooting like 90% from the free throw line mm-hmm. since that game. He's been lights he's had a, out. I think he's had one or two rough, maybe games, not stretches. He had a rough stretch before and around that Orlando game. Yeah, he, he was, I, I think he had I think he's had games where he's been a little off, but never he was lights out last night. He was six of yeah, six yeah. before he got to the line and, and, and missed those two. So he's seventy four percent on the season. Yeah. That's, that's on the season. That's right. that's that's not since uh, Orlando. So, you know, it, that was that was a that was a tough, tough way to lose. Um a tough game to lose. And now you gotta you gotta bounce back. You gotta bounce back. Yeah, I'm curious. Talk amongst yourselves. Hang on. I need to see it. Hang hang on. Oh no, I just I just oh shoot, I clicked on the wrong button. No, no, no. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> well, it's to the thirteenth round here. Oh uh, no, 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 never mind. <laughs> never mind. It'll only take it'll only take And and how about I'm curious. It, it see it should be it's oh it's, of course it's not generating. Why 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 would it work the way Since I Orlando? To? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not as quick as Will Z is. Will Z, man, stuff. Will Z, he, he might have it now. See, normally, normally when you highlight games, it brings up the average. It didn't bring it, it, it of the games that you you highlighted. It didn't. It didn't do that. I guess Basketball Reference hates me. Well, he's been good. Basketball Reference is a Hawks fan. You know, you know why it comes up quicker. Okay, for, I, uh, of course, of course, he, of course, Will Z got it pulled up quicker. So how about is, well, you know why? You know why he got seventy-eight point nine percent. By the way, since Orlando, so he goes to NBA.com. It's a little quicker. How so? NBA.com, you do the same thing. Now, I think you have to know the date of that Orlando Well, game. normally it's pretty quick. Like, you just highlight it. No, and it no, basketball up. reference is it's, it's out. It's, it's 2022. It's oh. 2023. Oh. It's that new new. Okay. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm out there. Okay. Here I go then. NBA.com. <laughs> NBA. Well, you got to know the date of the com. game. That's well, the killer. Well, all right. Well, I'll keep. I'll, so, 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 basketball reference and NBA.com can work together. There we go. All right. If you can do it, we can do it. What did Rocky say? I don't know. Rocky Four. He said, if we can come together, oh, we God. all can come together. Yeah. <laughs> like Rush is going to cheer Rocky. <laughs> Give me a break. You talk about a far fetched plot. Didn't nobody point out the hole in that story? Like, this is not <laughs> happening. That crowd would be livid. They would be throwing stuff at the ring if that happened. <laughs> oh, they got behind Rocky. Yeah, no, they didn't. Um, we'll come back. We'll obviously talk a lot more uh, about the Sacramento Kings game uh, last night. Uh, we'll talk about what they need to do uh, moving forward. We'll talk about Domas as well. Yes, we'll talk about the officiating. Yes, we'll... Pull up the last two-minute report as soon as it comes out and see what they lie about today. Uh, all of that's on the way here. And another stat check uh, for Dilo and KC. We got that coming up here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. D-Lo and KC continues. Streaming live on the Odyssey app. Live on the Odyssey app, live on twitch.tv slash ESPN1320 and youtube.com slash ESPN1320 as well. That was embarrassing. <laughs> a, little, a little commercial conversation right before we came back. Don't mind us. Yeah, it, I don't know, man. You know our motto, keep that same energy. Mm-hmm. And boy, that energy shifted on ESPN. Uh, when covering their homie Dana White. Uh, clips are out there. You can see them. They're on my social media feed, uh, a number of social media feeds as well. Um, just gross. There is some really, really good news regarding DeMar Hamlin as his doctor spoke for the first time. Uh, we'll get into that because I know Olivia wants to talk about that mm. as well. So we'll get into that in about uh, a, a little less uh, than an hour. But um, lots of really, really positive news uh, coming out of that uh, Cincinnati hospital. Hey, um, I'm not trying to gloss past that. You're 100% right. We'll, we'll get well, that was just that. a tease of what we'll, yeah. what, what, what we'll get to. We got tickets to Uriah Favors Night of Champions coming up in the final hour. So, Hey, um, should we still vote? Um, I mean, it really seems like a waste of time. Yeah. So, yes, you should always cast your vote. Because there are often times where the electoral process feels like a a waste of time. Well, but this, yes, this, you should th- cast this your vote. Seems a lot worse than the electoral uh, process, and that's tough. Like, yeah. can you imagine being the NBA uh, voting system and being worse than the electoral process? You yeah, know, like you it, know what time it is. Like we've seen this before. This isn't new. Seeing guys like Austin Reeves being the top ten and. And 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 uh, Kavon Looney, like that's on, that's man. that's about fan bases. That's what it's about. It's about the Warriors fan base. It's about the Lakers fan base. And although those fan bases are significantly wider in range than than the Sacramento Kings, the fact is, e- even even you know their most loyal group, they're voting. That's how you get that many votes. Is you vote. Uh, and they're voting regularly. That's what Kings fans need to do. And ultimately, it's not going to matter. It's not right in the end. In terms of Sabonis and De'Aaron Fox being all stars, what fans do isn't going to matter. Austin Reeves isn't going to make the All Star team. Kevon Looney isn't going to make the All Star team. I don't think Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are going to make the All Star team. Um, I'm, 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 I'm missing Jordan Poole. Warriors fans hate Jordan Poole in this exact moment right now. He's not making the All Star team. Like what we saw today doesn't matter. It was just more of a. Yeah, you know what? F you guys. Let's vote. Let's let's vote more. 
whenever those triple days I are, think, we'll find out when those triple triple day votes are, and we'll we'll make sure we tweet them out and announce them and post them, and everybody get out there and and, and cast their votes I, for these I think, guys. I think they are. I, I'm not saying that you're saying Kings fans aren't, but I think Kings fans are doing damn near everything. Well, they we got to do. We got to do more then. I'm. A, I, we got to do more. I think the NBA should be embarrassed, and I think they need to figure out something else. Because this is a waste of Well, thankfully time. they eliminated, you know, this, it's, it's a, it's a, what they'll do is just acknowledge that this doesn't exist. Like it's weighted for what, 50%? This is weighted for 50% that, of, that's a, come of the on. starting, the starting vote. And then who? That's a lie. Do the, they ain't weighing this at all. Who, who's the other, uh, the other percentage? Is that coaches for starters me, or players? Me, me, I, believe, I believe it's coaches, players, media? Question mark? It's it's on my let, let me let me let me look. Yeah, I I'd, have it. I'd I'd give the fan <laughs> these little silly fans. I'd give them two uh, percent. Fans account for fifty percent of the vote to decide the All Star starters, NBA players, and media panel account for twenty five percent each. Yeah, so it's twenty five and twenty five, and then the coaches do the rest. They need to turn they they need to turn fan voting into point fifty. But here's the thing: the players don't take it seriously either. Some do. They take it more seriously than putting Austin Reeves and Kevon Looney. Oh, on no there. doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Like, that's an embarrassment. No disrespect to those men because they're doing the best they can. But, you know, a couple years ago we had Caruso in the top mm-hmm. ten and all this. That's, they make make the, make the fans. If the fans don't take it seriously, then get them out. But that's – I'm fine with that. I'm fine with completely eliminating it because ultimately I think if it boils down to – you're talking 50%. They're, they're, they're not going to allow Austin Reeves into the All-Star game. <laughs> like, even if – oh, Players rallied behind Austin Reeves. NBA is not going for that. No. They're not. They, but, this, but this is a bad look. It, it's a terrible look. If I was the NBA, I'd be con- not overly concerned, but I'd be like, yo, I can't. It's about fan engagement, pal, and that's all this is. Wow. For all we know, like the last two-minute report, the NBA is just lying to us. <laughs> well, they got they got a bunch of Kenny Caraways out there that are like, I'm, forget voting. I mean, I'm going to still do it just because. I want their names on this list. And again, it doesn't matter. But I want their names on this list. I do too. I'm going to still do it. I'm going to still vote. But NBA, you really got me like, for what? For what? Mm Because now it really comes down to um, who has the bigger fan bases and the bigger reach. And right now there's, there's no bigger reach than the Warriors and the Lakers on the West Coast. I mean, maybe those are metrics they're measuring also. Like, let's not forget when you cast your all-star vote, you got to put in your email address and you got to do all these different, you know, things and that stuff. That's why it'll never go away. That That's it. <laughs> that's why that's I never, it. they want to send me that email. That's it. <laughs> that's all it is. It's like when I was a kid, I told my mom I desperately wanted to write Hulk Hogan a get well soon letter <laughs> after Earthquake squashed him on the set of Brother Love because I wanted the Get Well Hulkster bracelet. But my mom sniffed that out. She's like, no, you know what's going to happen if we do that? They're going to send all sorts of crap to our address. No, you don't need that stupid bracelet. Get Well Hulkster. Get Well Hulkster after an earthquake squashed him on the Brother Love show and said, what are you laughing so hard for it's a classic. It was 1990. A classic. Earthquake squashed him. They said Hulk Hogan was going to retire. They had this big sad <laughs> video with the cross and the and the and the and the Hulkamania T-shirt hanging in the locker room. At the end of the video, the locker slammed shut. <laughs> Tugboat said, 
Send your letters <laughs> to Get Well Holster, courtesy of, and gave him you know, the P.O. box number, and you had to put your address in it so you could get your Get Well Holster. That's all NBA voting is. This is oh, an no. address capture. <laughs> I didn't remember all of that. I remember, earth, obviously, Earthquake, but I didn't remember uh, the ability to write a letter. Because I would have wrote one. Yeah, I, I, yeah, my mom wouldn't let me. She wouldn't let me send it out. She wouldn't give me the, sna- the stamp to send it off. Did you know the original plan for WrestleMania 7? You remember what seven, WrestleMania 7, seven was? was like uh, just universally verse, destroyed. That's uh, right. Yeah. That's right. Sergeant Slaughter. You know what the original plan was? Hmm. And, and it has to do with Get Well Hulkster. They were going to turn Tugboat heel, which they eventually did when they turned him into Typhoon. <laughs> and I'm just imagining how ridiculous this conversation is for someone who didn't live through it. They were going to turn Tugboat heel, and he was going to be the Iraqi sympathizer. His name was going to be, according to Bruce Pritchard, a.k.a. Brother Love, his name was going to be Sheik Tugboat. Come on, man. It was going to be Sheik Tugboat Come on, versus man. Hulk Hogan. Tugboat is like from Montana. <laughs> Tugboat is the shockmaster. He is. Tugboat's the shockmaster. Yeah. And that's the most famous thing he ever did. Oh, by far. <laughs> Absolutely by far the most famous thing he ever did. <laughs> Okay. Oh, man. You know, you talked about the... Um, Wrestling is less of a work than all-star voting is. <laughs> this is facts. <laughs> it's less of a this work. Is fa- I, could, uh, I could have a, a more uh, influential vote for a Slammy than I can the, the all-star voting. Great, great knowledge by Spectre 707. Tugboat actually turned heel on the Bushwhackers. It's when he became Typhoon and joined Earthquake. And they became the natural disasters. The natural disasters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is all true. It's all oh, happened. Man. Oh yeah, man. But like I said, I could have a better chance influencing uh Slammy. Um Austin Reeves is the shock master. Oh man. Uh, and the and the sad thing about it is Austin Reeves is, is actually playing well. He's not at an, he's not. No, no, but it, this he's is He's playing fine. We're dis, people are just gonna disparage his name and he's having a solid season. Nowhere near he shouldn't come to All Star Weekend unless he has a ticket. But he's he's playing solid. He don't deserve this. Jordan Poole, uh, Kevin well, Looney, well, they, Kevin well, Looney don't deserve they, this. He's okay. playing well. They're, they're not. There's difference between playing well and playing like an all star. No, These I, guys are not playing like all stars. You're stalling them out, and it's pissing me off. <laughs> it's Stop stalling fault. them out. It's it's the damn uh, shockmasters behind the, the the computer that keep putting them in there. Well, Kevin Looney didn't ask for this. He'll tell you to his face, I don't need to be on here. But yet here we Kawhi are Leonard disparaging has, his name. I'm not disparaging his name. Just, he just doesn't belong to be on here. Kevon Looney's a fine ball player. I'd love to have Kevon Looney in Sacramento. Fine ball player. Doesn't belong to be on this list. Okay, hell. Kevon Looney got a better uh, argument to be on here than Draymond Green. What is he doing on here? The Warriors are voting for him to be on here. That's what's happening. Leave Draymond on. Green alone. He, he, Draymond Green ain't bothering Draymond, nobody. Draymond Green didn't have the same bark last night. <laughs> he ran up in, in the beef stew, and he said, hey, man, I'm going to just walk over here. <laughs> you saw that, Jesse? <laughs> he was like, I'm going to just walk to the bench. He said, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> He didn't have that same bark last night. Oh, man. 
to use a, a Gorilla Monsoon reference to keep it with the wrestling. Uh, B. Stu grabbed him like a rag doll. Mm. <laughs> Say, get over here. Three point one million votes for LeBron James. <laughs> Three point one million votes for Kevin Durant. Uh, they lead uh, LeBron slightly ahead, uh, about fifty thousand ahead of uh, Kevin Durant. But they're well ahead of the two second place votes, vote getters in each of the uh, the conferences. In Nikola Jokic, have they? It's actually Steph Curry in the West and um, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Have they? Um... In the East, <clears throat> have they when they've both been healthy? Have they been top vote getters every time they've been healthy? I feel like they have. I believe LeBron has. Wasn't Giannis? I oh, because because was, KD wasn't healthy. Yeah, yeah, that might very well that 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 might very well be accurate. That's crazy. That's I feel crazy. like LeBron has been the top vote getter. Maybe Steph had a year where he was the top vote getter. I mean, Maybe. I'm sure we can look this Maybe. up, but. I mean, it, Steph it's right crazy. now. It's crazy that that I mean, Steph and Luca don't even sniff KD and LeBron in, in votes. Like that's he, a trip to me. I would think Luca because yeah. people love him. I, I I would think he'd be up there higher, but they're not even close to LeBron and KD. Yeah, I mean Giannis is actually ahead of Steph, which kind of surprised. Again, it's it just not not because of the players involved, just of. Did you uh, the voting manipulation by Golden State Warrior fans? Kyle yeah. Matson and his crew and come on, man. Bush and Bonte. Bonte out come there. on, man. Guru, what yeah. you doing, man? Did you see our guy, uh, our guy Bansky, going at Giannis? No. I, <laughs> every time I see Eddie Gonzalez, he's going at someone. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know Giannis was the yeah, latest man, object of his. He went at Giannis. He said it's a lot of fake hustle, a lot of fake energy from Giannis. Not that he's a a fake person, but he pours on the 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 persona of Giannis. Giannis pours on his persona more than I was like, oh, Eddie, stop it. Yeah, that's it, interesting. We'll we have got, to ask him I, about that. Yeah, we got the uh I'll find the clip and get it to you over the break. Oh, this was on his show like he was speaking yeah, it. Yeah, on his show, yeah. The the K D show or the, 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 the FanDuel show? The, yeah, the FanDuel joint. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I said, "Oh man, yeah, we definitely gotta gotta holler. We gotta holler at our people, man." It was, I was thinking about today. There's a couple people I want to talk to. All right, well, let's talk to them then. Um, but let's look back because uh, I have the answer here. Uh, 2022 was uh, LeBron James. That was his ninth time as the leading vote getter. LeBron James has been the leading vote getter in the All Star Game since 2017. Mm. Uh, prior to that, 2016, it was Kobe Bean. Uh, Steph Curry was, in fact, the leading vote-getter in, boy, wow, what different numbers back in 2015. So, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, that, that, Steph Curry was the leading vote-getter in 2015 with 1.5 million votes. I, I, LeBron's got 3.1 right now. Right. What, 2015? 2015. Did we not have the internet in 2015? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we had the internet in 2015. The voting process was, it, was a little bit Did everybody bit have to I go guess. to Foot Locker and punch the hole in Maybe. like they used to? <laughs> what y'all know about that? Going to your favorite NBA arena and punching the hole in and putting it in the box. Y'all, y'all wasn't outside. <laughs> it's, like, it's like dealing with a sophomore oh, class. Come on. come on. LeBron James. <laughs> Kobe Bryant, Dwight Howard led vote getters, all vote getters in 2012. Uh, and then it just, I mean, LeBron, LeBron has only gone 
Oh, no, it happened to Kyrie. Okay, so LeBron, yeah, LeBron in 2007, that was the first time he did it. And then Vince Carter was the leading vote-getter four times. Michael Jordan was the leading vote-getter ninth. So this year, if LeBron James is the leading vote-getter, it will surpass Michael Jordan Mm. for the amount of times he's been the leading vote-getter in the All-Star game. Mm. That's kind of crazy. That's, that's, That's crazy. How many times is Mike? Nine. It's nine to nine right now. Hmm. With LeBron leading KD by about 50,000 with the first returns right now. Hey, when did they start voting? Fan voting? Yeah. 98,325 people voted for Bob McAdoo of the Buffalo Braves back in 1975. Wow. Like I said, they had to go to that footlocker. Two years later, 319,000 people voted for David Thompson of the Denver Nuggets. Shout out David Thompson. Bunnies. Oh, voting fell off in 1980 when George Gervin was the leading vote getter with 280,000. Nobody even watched the games live. They eclipsed. (laughs) Well, (laughs) they didn't care about the NBA. They eclipsed a million votes for the first time in 1986. When Irvin Magic Johnson did it. Mm. I feel like um, Magic was a bigger deal than kids today probably realize. That's fair. Magic seemed like a massive, massive superstar. Maybe even more than I realize because I'm, you know, I'm more Michael. Like that's, that was really my introduction to the NBA was Michael Jordan. But, you know, coming from Michigan State, all the way to what he was doing with the the, the Lakers, you know, mm-hmm. when you get the what was that year where he clipped a million, like eighty four, you said, or eighty six? Yeah, I mean, come on, man, Magic Johnson in eighty six, nineteen eighty six, yeah, Jeez. a million people, and I don't know how. Maybe he had to mail letters like the Hulkster bracelet. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how you cast votes back in nineteen eighty six. I don't know. I don't even think it was Foot Locker. <laughs> no. Like I said, uh, it had to be like a newspaper writing campaign or something. Hey, you had to or go to the games. I remember you go to. Our oh, you go to the games. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. had, I had, yeah. I was, I was a basketball nerd. I the all star voting would come out, and I had no less than fifty ballots <laughs> that I would get from somewhere, bring home, go to voting my for desk. Dwayne Coswell. <laughs> This guy, I would I would go home. Lionel Simmons fill out all the ballots, and then I'd ask my mom, "Hey, can we go to Florida Mall so I can drop these off a of locker?" Yeah, <laughs> Specter seven oh seven again. Fill in the bubbles. Drop box. <laughs> Got to use a number two pencil. Number two pencil. <laughs> Got to use a number Absolutely. two pencil. Turn them joints in. But um, yeah, all of this is distract us from the painful loss yesterday. Yesterday was that was tough. Distract us further. I'm looking for the most odd leading vote getter, and there isn't one. There's mm-hmm. not a there's not a single one. Charles Barkley in in 1994, uh, Grant Hill. You talk about people maybe not remembering. Oh, Grant Hill 94 wow. 95. He was the leading vote getter in both of those games. Mm. Um, but that's it. I mean, George Gervin did it a couple of times. Julius did it four times. Was uh, I think they changed, like, they were still doing, like. Um, of course, Yao Ming. How many votes did Yao Ming get? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Yao was 2.5 and 1.9 in the two years that he did it, in 5 and 6, 2005 and 2006. And these guys got 3.1 already. Yeah. It's crazy. It's just a di- I And I also, wasn't they, weren't you only allowed to vote once? 
back it then? It felt like it, yeah. It could, it, it, like it, it. it could be wrong. Now they're doing triple yeah. voting days, and it's all about engagement. Man, I, the, NF, the NFL, come on, D. The NBA pushed out something yesterday through, like, their PR communications about, like, $8 billion, uh Eight billion impressions or engagement, mm-hmm. uh, the, 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 you know, uh, views on like videos through through their social media platforms, and mm-hmm. it, it and it may, may very well be like all of their platforms combined together. Mm-hmm. That's what this is all about. Yeah. How, that, like they're going to tout at the end of all this, and rightfully so. Like I get it; it's the name of the game. Yeah. How many people went to NBA.com? How many people downloaded the NBA app? How many people opened up that NBA app and cast votes for this All Star game? Yeah, that's, I, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at that business aspect of it because trust me, uh, those things matter. I'm not. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I'm not mad at it either. But don't let them count. No. Hell no. That's what I said. Point five zero is what it should be. Fans, you guys don't matter in the in the all-star voting. Let it be known. The NBA ain't out here buying views for their – or subscribers for their no. for their videos. No, no yeah, no. that's that's ain't that's a real – that. That's a real eight, eight, eight billion of engagement right there. <laughs> That's real. Um, remember when I think this was when they were doing guard, forward, center, mm. and Zaza was the leading center. I remember. Yeah, I remember that. that. That should have been the end right there. I remember that. <laughs> that should have been the end. Nine one six nine zero nine thirteen twenty. I think Ross wants to bring the hurt back. Let's get Ross in here. What's happening, brother? Yo, what's up, you guys? Uh, I just want to, uh, you know, put a little perspective on the Kings and. Um, you know, just let everybody know that we're we're all right. This is such a young core. Uh, a lot of these teams that we're losing to, even like Atlanta, they've had a couple of players playing together, their star players, you know, a few years. Um, and we're still into, you know, game 35, 40 of Fox and Sabonis and maybe three other young guys together. But I just mainly think the goal for this year is no matter what way you do it, you make either the playoffs or the play-in and – some sort of heartbreaking loss and just gives you a notch that this team doesn't have yet, like another gut check that brings them into next season of just experience and, you know, pain and these end of game losses. Like when you have that playoff run and that experience, you get that off season of perspective and it'll just make this team so much stronger making the playoffs or playing. Even if we lose a plan, still think it makes the team much stronger. Ross, but b- before you go, Come on, man. This is Luke Walton, isn't it? Hey. Come on. <laughs> Ross. You, you, know, you Ross. don't have to use an alias when you call us, Luke. Like, you, you can talk to us. We family. Ross, quotation marks. Um, say, I need to check the tape. Uh, I need to check the tape. Hell yeah, yeah that's, okay, Luke that's Luke Walton. Walton. Hell yeah. yeah that's, Hell that's yeah. Luke. That's Luke. When I call uh, Deuce and Mo, they, they call me out, call me Luke Walton. Too, oh, yeah. So. Right. We appreciate you, Ross. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I disagree a little bit with Ross, though. I, I feel like because we're so – I understand his point, mm-hmm. by the way. But I think we're so far into the season and we see what this team is. I think, you know, we, we talk about this, you know, further. The expectations have changed. Yes. I think the, the expectations – and, you know, we'll ask the Chatty House this and everybody, like, have, have your expectations changed? I think ours have. This team is good enough, especially the way that the conference is shaking out, mm-hmm. which is very kind of – Middle of the pack, like mm-hmm. everybody. This team is good enough to to do it. I agree 100%. And, and like you said, I understand what Ross was saying, um, but the expectations have changed. Yesterday's expectations yeah. are not today's expectations. 
Yeah, we'll talk more about that. You want to get in on the phone lines, you can, 916-909-1320. Any other former coaches or former assistant coaches want to call and disguise themselves as something else, that's fine. Mark Wong's got a great point, really big missed opportunity. We'll get him the next time he calls. We should have had We should have had, We should should have have had. Ross say, hi, James. We'll get you next time, what Ross. dead giveaway. Steeler and KC here, 916-909-1320. Again, the phone lines at Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. And KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Never talked about De'Aaron Fox and the Kings in the pocket. <laughs> Never went back to it. He's like D'Lo and KC, where he teased something and then he forgot to go back to it. <laughs> Draymond Green is just like us. If you listen to the latest episode of the Draymond Green Show, which Kyle Matson forced me to listen to today. Well, I mean, I, not I, forced. I'm not interested in listening to Draymond. I, don't I, well, I wanted to hear what he said about De'Aaron. He just changed his mind and never talked about him again. <laughs> I mean, I'll hear a clip like that if it has something to do with the Kings, but that's a, that's a, and and that's what I was there I don't for. I like hearing that dude talk, man. I'm like, shut up, shut up. <laughs> this show isn't that bad, to be honest. Like, I just to, just keep the energy to see. Here's shows. what I would do. I but keep telling that. you guys, he's not doing that. You don't know. The media looks at these things, okay? The media comes and tells you that Draymond Green is somebody that is backing down from Isaiah Stewart. I'm doing what's best for my team. So your cadence is perfect. I think you need a little more saliva, like right here. If you could, if you could just work up some saliva and get it right in the center of your throat, I think you'd have that one. But your cadence is flawless. The Draymond Green (laughs) cadence is flawless. It's very, very good. Uh, Quick stack check from last night's game. Phone lines are available for you, 916-909-1320. Of course, you could jump in the chatty house if you like. Uh, Maybach Old going to be with us in about 30 minutes. Matt George to close out the show. Uh, kind of a, a scaled-down version of, of Batty Thursday. Yeah. Um, quick stat check here. 10 threes, 26 assists, mm. uh, and they lost the fast break battle 18-11. to 11. Mm. Didn't oh for three. hit any of our numbers Damn. last night. Uh, Terrence Davis and Rashawn Holmes saw brief minutes. When I say brief, boy, I mean it. I saw TD in there. It's like, all right, second night of a back-to-back TD. He's got yeah. a chance to kind of work himself back into the rotation here. Let's see what he could do. And nothing really materialized for him and Rashawn. And, you know, the, the Kings did look tired at times uh, last night. Mm. The guys who didn't play a lot the night before didn't look focused. Uh, which was a struggle the night before. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, we didn't say Casey Akpala last night. So I was thinking about this um, a lot of the night and even more so into the morning. And yesterday, I think it was yesterday, it might have been Tuesday, I talked about how Mike Brown has done a perfect job. He's done a perfect job, um, and he understands the pulse of this team. And I don't take back any of that. I think he's done a perfect job up until this point. I do want to say, though, here's probably my first, the first thing this year that I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, trying to wonder. He's obviously has so much more insight to his team than what we have. And, you know, we just see the games. He's there in the practices. He knows what he's asking for, what somebody is or isn't giving or whatever the case may be. But I looked at that game last night, 
and the bench production is just non-existent. You know, and that's that's been the case for a better part of you know the last month or so. You know, outside of Malik Monk, you know, here or there, the bench just has not been there anymore, and that's a big contrast to what we saw you know, for the most part in the beginning of the season. And I feel like Mike Brown at the beginning of the season was empowering those guys on the bench and making them, making everybody feel like this is a part of what we're doing. Now it feels like he's excluding a lot of those guys. He's not empowering them. And you see it in their production. I watched the game last night, like everybody else. I see Terrence Davis come in there, and I like Terrence Davis, so there's that. I'm not going to dispute that. But I'm on pins and needles for his every yeah. play. Yeah. Like, oh, Terrence, don't turn the ball over. Yeah. Or don't, you know, oh, and, and he missed like two or three defensive assignments. I say he's not getting back in. Yeah. He's done. If I think that way, I'm pretty sure Terrence feels the same way. Yeah. Terrence, I can't mess up. I, you know, I, I – I got to hit this shot or, you know, I got to do this perfectly. And oh, I missed that assignment. I drew this foul. That's probably it for me. Mm-hmm. And it was. And it was. And I just I, – I, I don't think that he's he's empowering this, this bench to, to be successful. He, you know, he hasn't said it in a while. He only said it the one time, so it's not like he's always saying it. But, you know, I need to find somebody that can play and I'm going to keep – and all this other stuff. Well – it wasn't right. that long ago that he said that. No, but he yeah, said it, it the one time. He oh, yeah, yeah. He didn't he yeah. doesn't always say it. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think that was the one and only time he said it. He yeah. didn't say it before and he certainly hasn't said it since. But I think he should go back to trying to find a way to like I keep saying, empower this bench and go back to what was working. He, like I'll even say this. He needs to go back to Metu and Terrence Davis being in the rotation. They've been out. You've tried other stuff, and you're you're staying above water. So you're not you... setting the world on fire. Like, why not go back to what was working when you were setting the world on fire? We I, the other thing that comes to my mind, and I know this is a guy that played them one time in the best game they'll probably play all season long. Mm-hmm. So it's a distorted view of maybe who they are on a consistent basis. But remember what Kevin Durant said. When he was talking about playing that team, he's like, man, they they just got so much. They got Herter and Monk and Terrence Davis hit us for 31. And Metsu, you got to guard him. Mm-hmm. You know, you got so much to do. He was like, yo, there's too much. And two of those guys don't even play no more. I, I got you. I, I understand. My question then, how? I, I, how do you get that? So, because we often talk about the starters pushing – Big, big minutes. Mm-hmm. And over the last two nights, the starters have pushed very big minutes. I think I think Domas has played 80 minutes mm-hmm. over the course of that back-to-back right there. That's something you and I have talked extensively about since D'Lo and Casey started two some years ago is your best players playing big minutes. It used to be a, uh, uh, a time when De'Aaron playing 33 minutes was a lot. Mm-hmm. A 34 minutes a lot mm-hmm. is a lot. Now that's, that's, that's on the lower end. Yeah, he played thirty uh, one second less than thirty seven minutes last night, mm-hmm. and that's less than he played the night before. Yep. So, like, where 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 do you want to find? Because I 
do you think Trey Lyles isn't performing? I mean, I li- you know I like Trey Lyles, so you know I, I I value what he brings to the table, but he's not setting the world on fire. Like he's doing, no, he's but, doing but cool. Chemezi's not going to do that. Chemezi Ch- played well. The whole, I'm the not other saying thing, he didn't. The other but thing you're with, saying Trey Lyles played well. Well, the other well thing too. with Domas, like he's playing 40 minutes a night and like, getting his ass kicked well, for 40 minutes. Like, how is that going to work out in March and April? I got you. So instead of him playing, well, you got to get to April. I think that's part of Mike's concern. Is he right, feels like he has right. to do that for 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 this team to get to April. Right. But I mean, instead of him playing forty, he could play, he could play thirty five, thirty six. But but I, I want Terrence Davis to play as well. I like Chemezi Metu, but I'm 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 also something took them out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I agree. What I agree. And, and 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 I think more specifically because it's it's really easy to point out Terrence Davis's defense, and I mean Terrence has had I think two moments this year where he's been pulled aside after being in the game for uh, a second and a half mm-hmm. and missing a defensive assignment, getting called out for it, and he's responded well both times, and something hasn't clicked there, and so. What removed them from the lineup? What, what removed them from the rotation? And are you holding everybody else to that same level of account- uh, accountability? Is Rashawn doing something Chemezi Metu is not? Mm-hmm. I like Rashawn Holmes a lot. As, as a person, I like Rashawn Holmes a lot. There are elements to Rashawn Holmes' game that I like a lot. With this particular team and the way that they're playing, it feels like it's not working. Mm-hmm. If you want to find minutes for Chemezi Metu, Maybe that's where you do it is with Rashawn Holmes. But that's doing the same thing with Rashawn Holmes that you're doing with Chemezi Metu and that you're giving him a shot and then you're removing him from the lineup. Right. It feels like he's had an extended shot at this point. With Rashawn? Yeah, and it hasn't worked. Well, so did Chemezi. And it worked. So why is he out of Differently than it's working now? They were, they weren't, I feel when Chemezi was in there, they were more explosive. Dynamic on the offensive end. I think that that was part of the seven-game winning streak, seven out of ten, or whatever the case may be. And Rashawn, seven in a row since he since he's been in there. It's not his fault, or he's not like the worst player in the world. But like they're they're not they're not better. They're no, not better. I don't, I don't think they're better. I just don't know how much better they're going to be if it's Chemezi Metu. I think I think Chemezi goes more to the strengths of this team than than Rashawn Holmes does. And to be fair to Mike Brown, that probably is like what he's looking at with with um Trey Lyles. Like Trey Lyles gives them that that flexibility with a, a stretch four or five or something like that. But you go back I, I go back, you ask how do they get in? And this is a little drastic. Like I don't expect it to be like this, but we go to the Pacers game. Right, one thirty-seven on the board. I didn't even go to the Nets game. Fox played twenty-seven minutes. Keegan Murray played twenty-six. Harrison Barnes played twenty-six. Demontis played twenty-three. Kevin Herter played twenty-eight. I'm sorry. What game is this? Pacers game. Okay. Monk played twenty minutes. TD played seventeen. Davion played seventeen. Metsu played seventeen. KZ played fifteen. Now I'm not saying TD, Chemezi, KZ should be playing 17, 15 minutes a night necessarily. 
but you can you can have them in at nine, ten minutes a night and then filter those other minutes back to the starters. I guess the okay. whole point of this I, is I think you're, 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 you're not – like it's, I don't believe it's going to work when you only have one bench player that's going to do anything for you. I think you're romanticizing Chemezi Metu a little bit. Nay, maybe so. All I know is they took him out saying he couldn't play. Or well, they couldn't, didn't say that. He, they didn't say that. They took but him they out. Obviously, took him out they, of the rotation. obviously, he wasn't playing, so. They took him out of the rotation. Yeah. He's not able to play. They tried Rashawn. They tried But there was Kata. obviously something Chemezi wasn't doing. But, which, but my point is. These other guys aren't doing it either. Like, if this is working. So you feel like Chemezi's the best. Is Chemezi Metu, let, let me frame this question differently, and apologies to Chemezi Metu and Rashawn Holmes and the Mias Keda. Is this the best of a bunch of bad options? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. All right. Maybe so. I, I'm just saying, like, they, they're getting nothing from the bench right now. No, they're not. Wise. No. They're so, not. so Chemezi scored. why not go back to what was working? Chemezi scored double-digit points. It was 10 every time. Three times in the seven-game win streak. In the other games, he scored eight, two, and two was actually the Brooklyn game, and six against Detroit. And the one thing that I want to see. He scored double-digit points two other times, both in wins against the Clippers in Chicago. If I remember correctly, that was a back-to-back also. Uh, He scored 10 points in each of those. And though, and then, and then, and then that that was basically it. He played ten. His minutes started to decline after that. And and you talk about like Terrence Davis. Terrence Davis is a rhythm type player. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he's a guy that needs minutes and needs the room on the court to be able to get his game going. You called on him when who was that that couldn't play? Was it Herder? Somebody yeah. in, in Toronto. Yeah. You called on him. Heard Come in here out. and start. Mm-hmm. TD's 19 points mm-hmm. helped win that game. Yeah. Like, you got to give him the leeway, and I don't feel like he's been given the leeway. And all this all this wouldn't – I wouldn't be saying any of this if they were they were winning. They're like 500 in, in their last 10 games. Mm-hmm. I think they're actually four and six now after last night. The, that's not the worst thing in the world. They're not playing terrible basketball, but there's something missing. And Metsu – isn't great, but he fits the way this team plays. I, you, you talk about Metsu not playing defense or Terrence Davis not playing. They're not good playing defense right now with no. those guys not playing. And and that's why I said if you're if 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 the reason they're out of the rotation is whatever reason that they are out of the rotation, how many other people are you holding to that same level of mm-hmm. accountability? Mm-hmm. Uh, you were right the first time, by the way. They're five and five in their last ten. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.